Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports. I'm your co-host, Arv. And I'm your other co-host, Starsh. And today on our podcast, we have a lot to talk about. We have two main segments. We're going to start off by talking about the NBA Finals. We already know the Nuggets beat the uh, Lakers, swept them in four. Um, now oh. we're going to talk about the Celtics game, which is tonight. Game five is tonight. Three to one, Celtics are down. Um, we're going to talk about that series, who makes it to the finals, and then our predictions for the finals. We're also yeah. going to talk about the NCAA Lacrosse Championship, which takes place on Monday. The final four is this Saturday, and then Monday is a championship game. There's four teams, Duke, Penn State, UVA, and Notre Dame. We're going to talk about who we think wins the lacrosse championship. But Arsh, start us off with the Nuggets and whoever you think, Heat or Celtics at this point, is going to make it to the finals. Yeah, so it's been a pretty crazy uh, conference finals. I mean, it's a rematch of the 2020 bubble, which is pretty crazy to see. But um, obviously, the other way around, now the Nuggets made it to the finals, swept LeBron. LeBron is apparently considering retirement. I don't think that's going to happen. He's going to stick around another year, and then Bronny will get drafted, and then he's going to stick around another year, and then he may like it with Bronny and stick around another year, or he may retire after his first year, and it might lead to Bryce eventually. We don't we don't really know, but I don't think he's going to retire. I think the Lakers will be back, but for the Nuggets, it was a great series. Jokic is finally getting to the Joker is finally getting to his first finals. So is Jamal Murray. They've gonna they're gonna have to prove themselves. And then on the other side, it's three one right now. I actually had a feeling about the Celtics winning that game, um, the fourth game, and you could tell by the way Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was like, "Don't let us steal this game." I mean, not like it's gonna matter. I don't really think that was a very productive quote. That's just gonna get make Jimmy really more mad, but. Uh, you won one game. You're not going to win the series. I think the, the Heat will close out either today or next game. I think it's going to be today, and it'll be Heat uh, Nuggets in the finals. Yeah, the Nuggets, you talked about it. First time advancing to the franchise uh, final. The first time in their franchise history advancing to the finals. And I want to talk about a little bit what you said about LeBron. I disagree. I think... I agree that LeBron will not will not retire. I agree with that point, but I think his intention is different. I saw something today, and it's and it was talking about how LeBron James either could do what Michael Jordan did, take a year off, take a few years off, wait till Bronny gets drafted, which is the alternative right now, or what I think is more likely is he uses this as an Aaron Rodgers perspective, where he says, "I'm going to retire unless you do this for me." And I think that for you thing, and the, the I watched a video on it, it said the same thing, is Kyrie Irving is the thing that the Lakers want, or specifically that LeBron wants. That is the thing LeBron's wanted since he was a free agent, uh, about to be traded with the Nets. Now he's a free agent with the Mavericks, or maybe be traded. I can't, I don't remember his status. But the point is, I think this is a manipulation tactic by LeBron. I think he's trying to get what he can out of his retirement, so-called retirement, which right now he could really use, like, it's a win-win for LeBron. Either he gets to Kyrie or he probably retires, wait, rests up a year, and then goes back to playing with Bronny at a free agent, whichever team needs him. So it's a win-win for him. It doesn't really affect him either way. But I, I believe think he's trying to use it as a way to get Kyrie. Yeah, I disagree. So for those two different athletes that you talked about, that's not a very common thing. And with LeBron, I mean, he said that right after um, that when they, they got swept. and you could But maybe tell- he knows they need more help. I know. I agree. I think they will get a little bit of help in free agency. We saw the deep run that, that they were able to make, um, but I don't think that he's going to force a trade out of there or maybe even force a trade in. He's going to advocate for those picks to be traded. He's going to advocate for his team making good moves in free agency. The one time where everyone is equal, there's no specific draft order or anything like that. He's got a lot of leverage. People want to play with LeBron. LeBron's shown that he can win 
and that he'll step aside and be a co-star with someone else. And then also, I don't think that he's going to take a year break and then play with Bronny. It just doesn't seem like something that he would do. I mean, you look at MJ, and MJ, I mean, just the stuff that was going on in his life at that time with his father, um, he wanted to try baseball. None of that stuff is happening to LeBron. And I get that it might be retirement, but that's that's really the time that we've ever seen a premier athlete do something like that. And I don't really think it's going to happen here. I think there's a lot of perspectives, but that's just my opinion. But yeah. anyway, the Nuggets advanced no matter what. The trades that they made, Rui kind of showed up in that series, but besides that, Jared Vanderbilt, no. Dennis Schroeder, a little bit, but no. The guys that they acquired at the trade deadline kind of didn't show up for them, and the Nuggets made the finals at that point. Jamal Murray, crazy, crazy stat line those four games. But moving on to the Celtics, that's why I'm wearing the green. Hopefully it brings us good luck tonight, but we'll see. This is Friday night at the time of this recording. I think they do win tonight. I think it gets 3-2, but you it's it's like insurmountable being down 3-0. It's impossible. At, at this point, I hate not having hope, but at this point, it's inevitable that the Heat don't make. It's inevitable that the Heat are going to make the finals. Yeah. That's just what it's going to be. They're, they all they have to do is win 1 out of 5 games. And they yeah. already want they lost one, so 1 out of 4 games now. I think they lose now, then they go I think the series goes back to Miami after this game. I think that's where they close it out game six. So I think the Celtics are going to advance to the finals. I think they do beat Jim. I mean, sorry, 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 sorry. The Heat advance to the finals. The Celtics win game five, but game six, the Heat take it, and then it's over. It's a Heat Nuggets final, and I will give our predictions about that later on. We'll see if the Celtics pull off something crazy, something in history that's never been done before. We'll see if that happens. But right now, I I think it's going to be Heat Nuggets. Yeah, so we'll shift to that at the end. But right now, let's go shift to college lacrosse, and then we'll come back for NBA Finals predictions. Yeah. So let's shift to college lacrosse. The first game is Duke versus Penn State. I mean, we saw Duke dominate against Michigan. We saw Brendan O'Neill just take over the game, especially with that behind First team All-American just got announced. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, he's amazing. He's going to be a top pick in the PLL. One of the best players to ever come out of Duke, and that's saying something. And the way he played against Michigan, it seems like he's a star, and the, the entire team is a star. You look at Duke, they're the number one team in the country for a reason. They've got stacked everything they've got a great d midi great d pulse and amazing attack um their midis like i mentioned brennan o'neill so i do think that they are going to be able to beat penn state and i thought the michigan game would be a lot closer but it, it shows and maybe maybe they could be tired out i mean mentally we saw what happened to, of course when we course, saw what happened played, to Duke, i think yeah in the nta march madness uh, men's March Madness, where Duke l- loses, and then that team goes. the The team beats Duke University and goes, and then loses to maybe FAU. It was I forget, but it it was it was something like that where you're just mentally burnt out. I don't think that's going to happen to Duke. Duke's a great lacrosse team, and I do think that they'll be able to beat Penn State, and the Blue Devils will advance to the national championship game. Yeah, I agree. You talked about it. I think they just got to be attacking on the offensive side. Once they get into the opponent half, and in this game it'll be Penn State, they got yeah. to attack. They got to bring the tactic that's worked for them is bringing Andrew McAdory out of the box, bring, becoming a short stick midi with him, and he was a game changer. Now, obviously, they didn't start that game against um, – I can't remember who they played in the first round, but – oh, I can't remember. I think maybe it was – no, Brian was the other side, but – they played um, – it doesn't matter. Andrew Andrew McAdory, the point is, in the first half, they did not play him short stick out of the box. Second half, they did that third quarter, hit three goals. 
and he was he was named an honor an honorable mention for all American team. Um, they obviously have Tyler Carpenter went to our old school. Um, he was he's a third team All American this year, so they're well rounded. Even coming off the bench, guys are guys are playing great for Duke. Um, I think they do beat Penn State. Then moving on to the other side, it's that this is a tough game. UVA Notre Dame. Notre Dame played great. I predicted Hopkins to beat Notre Dame. Um, we'll see what happens now, but I think that UVA amazing team, top two in the country, always contends for number one every year. They were just behind Duke. Um, I think that UVA wins this game, and then that gives I that puts a UVA Duke final two ACC teams, both state state borders. And if I have to pick a winner for that, actually, I'll wait, Arsh, who do you think gonna advance? Yeah, so I'm actually going to disagree here. I picked Virginia to lose in a very close game last round. They ended up winning by a large mar- margin, obviously. Three goals, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty... Uh, not no, large, I know, I know. But a lot better than what I predicted. I thought it would be a nail-biter. Um, and lacrosse, obviously, goals can be scored incredibly quickly with the FOGO. But anyway, I'm picking Notre Dame, and it's not just because of their really nice chrome domes. It's just the fact that they're a great team. I think these are very equally matched teams going into March into the NCAA tournament. It's almost like March Madness. Literally anything can happen, especially in lacrosse. I mean, the game can be turned around like this. Five goals can be scored by one person in like five minutes, and the whole game is turned around. Um, someone will just take over the game, and that's what we've been seeing. We've seen these college lacrosse players just take over the game. That's what I think is going to happen. All to... it takes is one coaching shift, too. That's right, it right. It, it takes one strategic plan to work. It takes one coast-to-coast play to hype up the entire team. It takes one thing, and I think that's the special part about lacrosse. That's why lacrosse is such an up-and-coming sport. And in my pick, I mean, you see all these college guys. This is what they've been doing. This They've been taking over games, showing who they are. Lacrosse isn't one of the big sports, but like obviously, like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's really a special one because of what I just said. So yeah. anyway, I think that's going to happen in this Notre Dame game. Not that Virginia can't take over, but Virginia is literally one of, the, like you said, one of the top teams in the country. So is Notre Dame. Notre Dame has maybe the best defensive deep holes in the game. Um, the Kavanaugh I, brothers too, both insane forces there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I think they're going to be the guys. I think Notre Dame will be the guys to take over over UVA. And I think UVA is going to be left behind. I don't think it's going to be a big margin, but I think it'll be close. And that leaves me with Duke versus versus Notre Dame. Uh, And in this championship, I know this might seem biased, but I have to say, I do think Duke is going to win. They're the number one seed. They're one of the top teams. This is one of the best Duke teams to ever play, if not the best. And I do think that they are going to be able to capture a national championship this year. It's been a while, but I do think that they'll be able to get to it. Um, And they've got a pretty clear path there, and I do think that they can pull it off. Okay, um, I think Pat Kavanaugh is going to be definitely tough comp for Virginia. Um, but I think, yeah, like I said, Virginia is going to advance. So that leaves Virginia Duke for me. And I'm not going to be biased here. Straight up looking at this matchup, you obviously, if you go by seed, you're picking Duke. But Virginia yeah, has more experience. UVA has more experience in the finals. UVA has a better, I think they're more, not adrenalized is the word, but they're more motivated in this matchup Um, to upset the number one seed. It's not really upset because they're pretty evenly matched. but. Duke is just a lot deeper of a team. Like we see people that come off the bench are 13 All-Americans for Duke. That shows you how crazy they are. 
um, how crazy Deep Duke is and how how great their coaching is. Um, but I think UVA wins this game. UVA attacked on all cylinders, firing on all cylinders the first game, and then against Georgetown, not so much, but they still played great. Um, and I think that they're going to be, again, I think it's going to be a very offensive-sided game here. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game for UVA Duke, but I think UVA does pull it off. As much as I hate to say it, I just don't see Duke at the one seed. It's re- It's been really, really hard for one seeds to win. Um, and I just think that UVA just ha- has it within them. Duke, I don't see as much as as much as deep as they are. Duke has got to have two, have two really, really good back-to-back games in order to win it. And I don't think they can do that in a row. I think they'll have two very good games, not incredible games to win. Yeah. So I have UVA winning in the finals. Yeah, and now we'll go back to the NBA finals, finally make our pick. So I've got the – both of us have the Nuggets versus Heat, and I'll start us off. I think Miami is going to take a couple games. I think the Nuggets are going to take a couple games. But in the end, I do think that the Nuggets are going to win this series. Now, look, it, it's so hard to pick against uh, playoff Jimmy. But the fact is, it's been very difficult to guard Jokic. It's been even harder to guard Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, Murray has been the perfect closer uh, for the Nuggets. He is the Steph Curry for this team, and he has been going off. Now you look at the Miami Heat, they're a one-man show. It's not Bam Adebayo. It's not Tyler Hero. It is Jimmy Butler, and they don't have a ton of depth. They've got a guy that may be the maybe is having the one of the greatest playoff stre- stretches we've ever seen. Some of the biggest playoff upsets that we've ever seen. However, I don't think that he's going to make it any further. I really, really love what Jimmy Butler has done for this team, especially after getting passed on by the 76ers, especially after how his life... I mean, you can, you can read about him. One of the biggest underdogs in sports history. The way he turned his life around and was able to make it to the NBA. I love all that about him. However, in this case, I think Jokic will finally get something, another piece of hardware other than those MVPs. He'll get a finals trophy, and he'll also get the finals MVP. I do think that Jokic and Jamal Murray will be able to pull this off. I disagree. The Nuggets and Nikola Jokic, that I just same thing as Duke. I don't see them being able to win a finals. I know Aaron Gordon's great on defense, not as great on offense as he once was, but... And Jamal Murray's been playing great, but and Jokic is great there. But besides that, if you look at depth, you're for the Heat, you're looking at Jimmy Butler plus like 12, no, not 12, plus seven very, very good role players, and maybe eight. And then you have that's very good role players, not including better than the Nuggets. Yes, you have Max Truce, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, all those guys have been playing great in the playoffs. And all of them are, it's, I know it's crazy to say, Caleb Martin is, 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 is a significant factor for the Heat, but he is. Um, I disagree. And, and I think there's, I think 90% I think, look, of their, I think, I think, I think, we know Jimmy Butler's been great. And Bam Adebayo plays great when he has to, especially, and he doesn't get the credit he deserves, especially in the paint. But besides those two, they have seven or eight very good role players. You realize Kyle Lowry is coming off the bench for him, scoring over 10 points a game, averaging over, I think, eight assists a game. Kyle Lowry has been the main veteran factor, veteran presence, and has gladly taken on that bench role for the Heat. 
I think that's really, really impactful for them. I think that makes a huge difference, especially him having the experience as well as Jimmy Butler. Now, we know you talked about Jimmy Butler's story growing up, how resilient he is. I think that shows here. He did not just get this far to come this far and he's going to lose. It's not going to happen. It happened once with the Lakers and it's not going to happen again. Here, there was pure dominance over the Celtics. Then now they're playing the Nuggets, a team that has three great guys. But after that, the Heat have them at every single position. I think that the Heat just win this game, and I think the Nuggets kind of just fold. Not not fold, because they've been playing great. I just think that they play to their full potential, but the Heat are just a better team in the finals. Yeah, I disagree, especially with depth. You look at the two stars, it's Jokic and Jamal Murray, but they also have Aaron Gordon. They've got KCP. They've got... uh, They've got Michael Porter Jr., MPJ, who's been actually pretty good. Bruce Brown is coming off the bench. He's been making some impact plays. Yeah, Bruce Brown was good. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is I think that the Heat role players, especially guys coming off the bench, are better than the Nuggets role players. And I, and can, I know it's not big I guys. That, Heat, but I, I think it's because of Jimmy Butler. And in this case, the Nuggets have a great defense as well. So they'll be able to double team or try yeah. to shut him down with the zone defense. And that's when other guys have to step up. And like you've been saying, they're role players. But that's really all they are. They can't step up to the level to yes, help can. Jimmy Butler, in my in my opinion. I don't think Bam Adebayo can really be that guy. Now you look at you look at the Nuggets. He was though. He, he was he in was, the Lakers he, against the Lakers. He was. He was, but he's I don't, not so much. Uh, that was two years ago, right? It was a bubble three years ago. So three yeah. years ago, yeah. Not that's not true anymore. And you look at all these series. He's been all right. He's been a role player. Now you look at Aaron Gordon is making a difference. He's still pretty young, but you look at Jamal Murray is a superstar. Nikola Jokic is a superstar. And if you can somehow shut both of those guys down, you've got an elite shooter in KCP and Michael Porter Jr. as well as Aaron, Aaron Gordon, as well as Bruce Brown coming off the bench, which is great for them. It's hard to shut that down. And I'm not saying that if you look at all the depth, yeah, maybe they have more. I mean, maybe it goes further down, but... What I'm saying is there's one guy, and if you shut off that one guy, the Heat are maybe not even a playoff team. Maybe they are, but they're first round at most. First round. No, but that's – I know. I agree with that. But I think the Heat – you talked about the Celtics. I mean, not Celtics. The Nuggets have those big, shiny guys, like in in terms of guys you want to have on your team, big names. Bruce Brown, MPJ, KCP, all those guys. But the Heat are not known for that. The Heat are known for finding diamonds in the rough. They're known for guys like Max Strews, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson off the from three-point sniper. They're known for guys like that. Caleb Martin, who are signed in free agency or drafted very low or even undrafted, and make a big impact on the Heat team. Well, and it, it, those guys, I think those guys go under-recognized on this Heat team. Now, we know Kyle Lowry got moved back, but and he's a big-name guy. And bes- But besides Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, there's those big guys, and I just keep saying those three, Gabe, Vincent, Max Strews, Caleb Martin, but there's more than just that, that are not big, flashy guys, but they give you what you need, or even more than what you need when Jimmy or Bam aren't playing well. Well, I'm not saying that the Nuggets guys are big, flashy guys. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter how great of a value you got for a guy. It doesn't matter that you drafted in the second round, which most of these guys are actually first-round picks. The fact is, that doesn't matter. When you go to the finals, when you're at a spot 
you have to play at that bench level. If you're the sixth man, you have to play like a sixth man. You can't play like a second round turn to amazing value that's now an NBA starting sixth man. You have to play at a sixth man level. And especially when you look down the board, when you look at their fourth best player, their third best player, you look at that, it doesn't matter that he was a second round pick. It doesn't matter that he got an under the radar job, like an under the radar free agency signing. It doesn't matter anymore. What matters is that you're the third best player that can help your team win. And although it might be great value, I'm arguing that the Nuggets, yeah, I mean, Mike MPJ is a very well-known guy, but Bruce Bound isn't so well-known. No, I agree. I just think I just... a veteran now. So what I'm saying is, even if they're big and shiny, which I don't think they are, but superstars, they do have two superstars, and the other guys are just good like they're above average they're not average they are above average and if they need to which they won't even need to this is saying that no superstars come into play i think the superstars will be great for the nuggets if no superstars come into play for this depth argument i just think that those that depth even if it's three less players if if their depth is this much and the heat is this much the fact of the matter is the amount of depth in these guys how good they are already outweighs these role players in my opinion yeah i just think i just think you're under recognizing the guys that on the heat and i understand like you I, your pick is the nuggets and i my picks the heat so obviously there's gonna be conflict yeah. i just think you're yeah. under recognizing the guys on the heat especially because they're not big name guys i know you said bruce brown's not a big name guy aaron gordon seemed, seemed as a veteran and i agree with you the three guys for the if you go top three for nuggets top three for heat Nuggets probably have you there. I'm not gonna argue with that. Like even Nicola, the next four. Jokic. Well, I don't know. You can argue Jokic versus Butler, but then you're going Jamal versus Bam. That's Jamal Murray. You're going Aaron Gordon versus probably Max Ruse, Kayla Martin, or someone like that. That's Aaron Gordon. But you still then got after MPJ. that, you still got, you got MPJ. MPJ. Yeah, but I take Kayla Martin over MPJ. I pick Max Ruse. Gabe Vincent being out Game Five against the Kayla Celtics Martin tonight. Over MPJ. So it's, yes, I think. Look, if, if you talk about playoff impact, yes. And I think that, look, especially because you, you don't realize that this is Thursday night. Gabe Vincent is out game five. That's going to be a big impact for the Heat. And you're going to see there's going to be a hole in the Heat offense because of Gabe Vincent. He is a guy that goes underappreciated in the Heat lineup. I think it matters a lot. I just I just think that after you go past those top three, the Heat are significantly better in every single category, every single player head-to-head, if you will compared to the Nuggets. So I just think the Heat are going to win this finals. I think I'll say Heat in six. Yeah, I can respect that. I, I'm i just saying, I mean, I don't think Gabe Vincent is going to be the impact guy. I don't think Caleb Martin is. And when you look at the team, uh, the Nuggets, you don't need any of those guys to be impact players. But you need them to be very, very good in helping those superstars. And that's just a job that I think they do well. When you look at the Heat, you look at Jimmy Butler, it seems like he's kind of shouldering a lot of that. The rest of the guys are just there. It's kind of like the Lakers. You look at LeBron, I mean, D'Lo had four four points. And Dennis Schroeder had two in the first half. Lonnie Walker was non-existent. It's kind of like that. Those guys are pretty big names. Those guys are pretty good in some parts and, and sometimes in the regular season. AD was not showing up. That's just the problem. In in my opinion, the guys for the Heat, those are not the difference makers for your team. And then you look at the Nuggets, their eight-man rotation, those guys are all difference makers, just for me. So I can definitely respect your Heat and six pick. I mean, I picked the Heat themselves to beat the the Bucks in the first round, which was a crazy upset. But right now, I'm gonna have to go Nuggets 
in five. Five to six. I'd say five to six. I think Nuggets in five to six. Uh, and finally get Jokic and Jamal Murray that hardware. 